0: Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. All right, so today is episode two, and we are going to be talking about understanding your personality potential. So in episode one, we talked about falling short of the character of God, falling short of the personality of God, uh, that in Romans 3.23 where it says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, the glory is talking about the personality that God has designed you and I to walk in and was restored through the blood of Jesus Christ, our personality potential, our personality possibility. So a lot of us, I'm not saying you shouldn't love yourself, you shouldn't uh, honor your own characteristic traits, but a lot of us allow the characteristics, the personalities, the tendencies, and the bends that we have to become an excuse for not changing, and we end up missing the mark on the character of Christ. Our love ability, our patience ability, um, our ability to suffer long with somebody, Um, All of the things that we would read in Galatians 5.22, which is the fullness of the fruit of the Spirit of God, love, joy, peace, come on, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all of these attributes of God are the personality potential that you and I carry. And so if we take a look at those fruit and we say, okay, gosh, this is the fullness of what I could be and what I should be walking in, but I'm not. I struggle with patience. I struggle with kindness. I'm not very gentle with my kids. In my own heart, in my own mind, I struggle with peace. These are places that God wants to shift in your life. It is possible that it is more than just a sin in your life or something that you struggle with, but at the root it's actually a tendency that has been passed down through the bloodline because of generations before you. Again, go back to that first episode where we talk about the iniquity being in the bloodline and becoming the tendency that you struggle with because of the conditioning and the genetics of generations before you. So let's take a look at the, if we're going to be talking about the restoration of the fullness of your potential, I want to know what that looks like. Um, In Genesis, God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. We're talking about all of the fullness of your potential that you would be in his image and in his likeness, that you would walk in dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle. He's talking about walking in authority in life over all of the earth, over all the creeping things that creep on the earth. So God created man in his own image in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. Then God said, bless them and said, be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion again talking about authority authority and the right to practice that authority having authority over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and every living thing that moves on the earth adam and eve were created in the perfection of christ in the perfection of god and the perfection of the holy spirit they were created to walk in the purity of the character of God. They were to be the display of His magnitude here on earth. They were, dis- they were designed with that perfection in mind in all of God's splendor that was put into Adam and Eve. That was God's original intent for man. That was God's original intent for you and I. And He restored that intent Through the blood of Jesus on the cross. Okay, so he spoke to Adam and Eve and he blessed them. This is called the Eden Covenant. Again, we see in Genesis with Noah that God reestablishes the same covenant in Genesis chapter 9. He says this, So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth. Meaning you will have dominion. You will have authority. You will not fear creation. Creation will fear you. You will not fear your circumstances. Your circumstances will fear you. You will have a, you will, you will, uh, there will be a dread of you upon the earth. And it says, and all the things that move and all the fish of the sea, they are given to your hand. Come on. We have got to understand that God has placed more in our hand than we are willing to own. That God has given you authority. I don't want to get into the next section where we're going to be talking the rights that you have. But I need you to recognize that there is a theme all throughout the Old Testament where God makes a covenant with his people of what he intends for their lives. God intends for you to be the head and not the tail. He he intends for you to be above only and never beneath. Why am I saying this? Because if you feel like there is a tendency in your life to feel like the victim, to feel like a failure, to always be behind, to never be ahead, it is very likely that there is a generational curse that you are wrestling with. And iniquity in your life that has been passed down through the bloodline because of behaviors and genetics of the lineage of the God before you in this passage in Genesis the root word for salvation is sozo which includes the idea of healing deliverance preservation restoration and peace It includes all of those things. A lot of times we think sozo just means salvation and wholeness, which it does. But it means so much more. It is the fullness of what God has in mind for you. It is the fullness of what God had put into Adam and Eve. It was the fullness of the covenant that God spoke over Noah's life and then over Abraham's life. That he wanted them to walk in the fullness of blessings, prosperity, preservation, restoration, healing, deliverance, all the days of their lives. The restoration of man came with these blessings. God did not change his mind. The original intent that God had in mind, God planned to preserve and to restore through the blood of Jesus in galatians three thirteen it says this "Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. Remember it talked about in um, Isaiah where it says he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for the iniquity. The iniquity is the curse, it's in the bloodline. He became that curse. So that, if I could capitalize this, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What is he saying here? He's saying there was a divine exchange that happened on the cross. There was an exchange for the curses that are upon your life for the blessing of Abraham. What are the blessing of Abraham in in Genesis 24, 1? It says that Genesis was, or that, that Abraham was blessed in all things, all the days of his lives. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord blessed Abraham in all things, all the days of his lives. What does all things not include? Nothing. Go back to Galatians. Jesus speaking to you right now saying, look, baby, I took that curse, that iniquity, that tendency, that frustration that you struggle with, that you feel stuck in. I took that upon me on the cross so that you could be blessed in all things. The blessing of Abraham would come upon you. We've got to be honest with ourselves and ask, am I reaping the all things? Am I reaping the blessings of Abraham? Am I walking in the fullness of blessings in all things, all the days of our lives? Now I know some of you might be watching this and thinking, okay, it's impossible to actually walk in blessings things and all is it or is it supernatural? Because God is a God of the impossibility. He is a God who wants to take your little bit, your little understanding, the little bit of success, the little bit of prosperity, the little bit of fruitfulness, the little bit of authority, the little bit of confidence that you have, and he wants to come upon, upon it by the Spirit. That's why it says to, you might receive the promise of the Spirit, which is he takes that and he supernaturally begins to accelerate it Magnify it so that you come into the all things of Abraham. God blessed man. That word blessed means to you're empowered to prosper. I talked about how he has set you up for success. In Isaiah chapter 5, it talks about how he... He planted for himself a vineyard and he pulled all the roots out of it and he put it and he put it on a hillside where the sun would shine upon it. And he cultivated the dirt because he was setting the vineyard up to become fruitful. And it says he placed a wine press in the middle of it because he expected it to bring forth fruit. Now, if you go on, it says, but the vineyard brought forth bitter fruit. That was not God's intention. God designed you with a wine press in the middle of your heart because he's expecting that you will bring forth fruit because that's how he designed you. He has set you up to prosper. He has set you up to succeed. This means you and I have the advantage in life. Now, I know some of you are sitting there going, Lisa, you don't know. You don't know my life. You're right. I don't know your life but I know the one who does know, and I know what he has to say, and I know that it may not feel like you have the advantage. I know it may feel like you are the underdog. In fact, it may be that you legitimately are the underdog. It may legitimately be like you've been the underdog all the days of your life. That my friend is probably a generational curse in your life, it is an iniquity. What I am saying to you is, is I want you to have the courage to consider life outside of that. I want you to consider the courage that I want you to have courage to consider your life outside of your current experience. And I want you to recognize that God has something more for you. It takes a lot of courage to allow yourself to think down that path because. It could potentially be setting up for disappointment, right? The world tells us that if I have these expectations that I could be set free from always being the underdog, from never walking in success and always being a failure, from never having babies but always being barren, come on, whatever it is in your life, it takes a lot of courage to consider and to think about and therefore then believe that God actually wants this for my life takes a lot of courage and that's what i'm wanting you to shift your mindset out of what's always been what you've always known what you've always experienced what you are currently experiencing how you feel and i want you to shift and i want you to consider the possibilities for your life what is your personality what is your potential in christ that's why i'm giving you all these scriptures again think about the the fruit of the spirit, and when you're talking about you're just your character, not just your purpose, but also your character. So we sometimes we talk about my books talk about enforcing you, your personality, who you are. The second one is enforcing pers- purpose, what you're called to do, uh, the influence that you're called to have. So these couple together in generational curses, the enemy does not want you to come into the fullness of who you're called to be. And he definitely doesn't want you to come, to come into the fullness of what you're called to do, the impacts that you are called to have. Remember, the Bible says that we are designed to subdue the earth, to have dominion, to be fruitful, to multiply. Some of us don't feel that way right now in our lives. Some of us are not experiencing that in our lives. Some of us, that is your reality. But your reality should not define what is true. Your reality should not define what is true. What is true is that God has called you to be fruitful, to multiply, to live in the fullness of his character, to walk in the fullness of his attributes, to live a life of patience, to live a life of joy, to live a life of peace to live a life of gentleness, to be faithful in all things. Come on. I'm just walking you through the fruit of the spirit. Now, if you would, for a moment, I want you to push pause and take a look at Galatians 5:22. I don't want to feed everything to you. I want to leave room for the Holy spirit. I want you to begin to take a look at that fruit of the spirit. And I want you to allow the Holy spirit to pinpoint places where he wants to take you to the next level of that attribute. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's joy. Go ahead and push pause. Okay, so now that you've taken a look at some of those attributes, I want you to really recognize that the fullness that God has in mind for you, he put into you through the blood of Jesus. Remember in Galatians, it says there was a divine exchange, that he took the curse, that loss of fruit, that loss of the fruit of the spirit, that lack of character. He took that upon him on the cross so that you would walk in the blessings of Abraham. Now, we're not just talking about tangible blessings. We are talking about tangible blessings. But we're also talking about the tangible blessing of your character, the, or the, the, the blessing of your character, not tangible, but the blessing of joy, the blessing of peace, things internal blessings as well which is really where prosperity starts. Prosperity starts in your mind and in your heart, and then it begins to flow out into your circumstances. Read my book, Enforcing Purpose. Take a look at some of the uh, growing in prosperity designed for prosperity. I have a lot of YouTubes on that. Go to my podcast and listen to them. Learn about the biblical definition of prosperity. So God created man with the attributes of the fruit of the spirit. Grace and peace, and then then he says in in Second Peter, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life. There's that word, all that phrase, all things again. What does all things not include? Nothing, he has given you his divine power in regard to all things that pertain to life a life of godly life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue we're talking about that character of God again by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises there's a lot of Descriptive words here that speak to the bigness and the magnitude of what you and I have been given through the blood of Jesus Christ. That through these, you, me, your brother, your sister, your children may be partakers of the divine nature. What is that? The glory of the Lord, the character of God, the divine nature, and escaped. The corruption that is in the world through lust. Meaning I no longer have to live according to the weakness, the tendencies, the predisposition of my flesh. But rather I get to partake in the character of God. I need you to know what's due you. I need you to know the right that you have to begin to cause a shift and change the trajectory of your life. So this all things is the restoration. When he says all things, he is reiterating the all things that he spoke of in Genesis 24, 4, 1, where he said, and God blessed Abraham in all things. That's the Abraham covenant. So we talked about the Eden covenant, the Noah covenant, the Abraham covenant, and then the coven- the new covenant of Jesus is the same thing where he wants to speak, where he wants to bless you and cause you to walk in fullness and fruitfulness and multiplication in the divine nature. He wants you to partake in the character of God. It is the manifestation of the blessings of God in your life. So you and I have been empowered to walk in the character of God. You have been empowered. To walk in the character of God. So I have just taken away your excuse to be ugly, to be depressed, to operate in fear, to be impatient, to be less than gentle. I have just removed that excuse because if you are in Christ, you have been given the divine power. His divine power has given you the ability to partake in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, um, and, and self, self-control. self All of these things, kind, I think, I don't know if I mentioned kindness, but kindness is in there too. All of these things, he's given you this ability through the blood of Jesus Christ. Bottom line, he has blessed you and caused you to prosper in the character of God and then therefore to prosper in things around you, okay? So I'm trying to move you from tangible things, tangible uh, challenges in your circumstances to recognizing that it starts in here. It starts in your personality and the character of who you're called to be, who you're called to be. So uh, this sums up actually episode two where we're talking about your personality potential. I want you to crave a greater character in your life because it is character again go back to that anointing versus the glory the glory versus the anointing series that I did in YouTube I really want you to go back to that um, and learn the difference between the glory and the anointing a lot of times we chase down the anointing in our lives we don't understand why we're not flowing in the anointing um, but it comes back to your character and not really recognizing the fullness of the character that is do you you get to be set free from some of the character attributes that even annoy yourself much less the people around you and so this is good news now in the next episode we're going to be talking about your right and your authority and then we're going to be talking about how to start identifying those generational curses even more in your life and more importantly how to break those generational curses and how to add to them Um, new habits to make new patterns in your life, but also in the lives of the generations to come. All right, you guys, this sums up this episode. And remember, enforcing purpose, it starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.